Say three. Gucci stuff. So three, three, two. I, I, it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. We're live and back. I'll I'll make that I'll make it work. I'll thread it together. We're live. <laughs> We're back. Sevenish things back on the air. Yeah, little three week hiatus. Had some things come up. Yeah, I moved. I had to move. So I'm now recording from Castle Camelot. Nice. In, in uh, West Sacramento, the the old crib which I'd been in for four years has been sacrificed to the gods of the past, mm-hmm. never to be seen again. So oh, did it, like the did the Huns attack you? Is that like kind of what happened? Uh, yeah, we. I wanted to get down to business to defeat the Huns, and now right. I'm training my daughter to be a warrior. Very good. Uh, yeah, let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. Yeah, it was good. It was. I'd been there for four years. I love that condo, but uh, we needed we needed more more space, more place, and uh, we have all of the above now. So the new. So if is... if they asked you why you moved, would you would you like would you say because of the fucking guy blowing the leaves off my yard? Yeah, yeah, that guy shouldn't be a problem anymore. Though uh, where I record now, which is in my home office in Camelot, our back neighbors. I'm a, I'm just going to assume that there's probably no possibility that either that person ever becomes a listener and or if they do that they understand that I record 20 feet from their backyard. Mhm. But uh, while the leaf I'm pleased that I no longer have to deal with the guy who seems to read my schedule before he blows his leaves. What I had did have to deal with having lived in this house for a couple of weeks is one of those those parents who so i i come home and i'm i'm working from home one day and i uh, got my back door open because it's kind of nice out and uh, they have a pool on the yeah. other side of my fence and it's oh, they have the, kids they have kids and it's one of those dads who does that like you you little shit if you think you're gonna be playing video games all summer you got another thing coming and i went right. uh, like I, I was like okay that's maybe, what he said yeah that's a that's a direct quote my dad would always say that he didn't well he didn't understand like what it was that where the item was that we were playing but he was going to throw it out the window no he's yeah he threatened to throw out the throw the computer out the window like the very first day that we got it and he didn't understand that he paid like seven grand for that thing this is a long time ago i don't know man i'm just not that type of dad i i'm more the type of dad if my son's playing video games to sit down and play some games with him i was playing some mario kart 8 deluxe edition on the switch the other day been playing some Fortnite, hey now. With, Fortnite with my boy. We got into some mm. coding and Minecraft and doing some Minecraft. Hold on a second. Mods. Hold on. Hold on. So, do you did you download Fortnite for Switch? No, but you can play. You can play Fortnite's so great that you can play cross systems. It's one of the few games that works cross system. So you can get on if you download it for Switch. You and I can play. I got it. I downloaded yeah. it last night. Yeah. So you can play with me on my PS4 while Cairo plays with us on the computer. Wow. Yeah, we can we can be a three man team. We can play. You can get oh. into it now. You got to get into it. You got to bring your skill level up. You're not ready for me yet, dude. I'm some fucking trash ass player. Yeah, I've got several global wins. I'm on the leaderboard. I'm a baller. Really? Yeah, man, I'm a baller. I'm a Fortnite oh, baller. We like have to team up so I can like pick up the skills. I'm good at these shooting games though. But this one's a little different. These people, yeah, because like a lot of building and to it. yeah, there's like the building stuff. And I saw the the guy gets. I said the first person that found the jetpack was the first person to die from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, the first time I found a jetpack, I, I took a couple of uh, unfortunate leaps off of some high places thinking it would save me, and it did not. 
but I, as a parent, I think the the video game thing is, uh, I you know, I understand it. I'm a video gamer myself. And it's important, and so if it's something that's important to my kid, rather than yelling at him about it or calling him a little shit, that's terrible. My my neighbor does the same thing. Yeah, I can't I can't stand. Well, that I shit. think he's like. I mean, let's just say that the spectrum has like like twenty slots on it. You know, twenty being the maximum. I think the kid's like out of three, and he's just kind of like. And the, and the dad's like yelling at him all the time. And like he wanted to water the plants while the mom was watering or was mowing the yard. And she's like, not today. And I was like, well, when? What's he going to do? He's going to have a garden. I mean, let the guy have a garden hose, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I find the biggest problem that I have with being a parent is interacting with other parents who aren't. Who... Look, man, in all aspects in life, I don't take advice from people who aren't killing it as hard as I am. That's just the way it is. If you're going to mm-hmm. come at me with some, you should do this, you better be killing it harder than me because I'm killing it pretty fucking hard every day. So that's just the way it is. So it's been so long since we've been on the air. I, you know, I'm sure this week we're going to have a hundred-ish things. But uh, I remember last time we tried to record and it didn't happen because I was in the middle of moving and all my shit was everywhere and you were uh, doing some, you were traveling a bit for work. What work. what what was the you had a story you're like I got this story it was around oh my the God, generals funny. the generals competition something yeah. happened it's Ryan's so, it's Ryan's story time so first and foremost this podcast is powered by Transform Fitness changing people's lives one rep at a time that's right so hey, did I by the way did I come up with that slogan just off the cuff and you're still using it you did I God, like it I'm such a good writer it's so a, it's amazing good. we'll Impressive. talk about your book we'll talk about your book later all right um so. We were at the sh- so we went to the um, my wife had one of the bikini shows and really great show and everything like that so we went through everything she took uh, third place and one of her clients got third place as well. Oh, um, speaking of which, let me let me just I'm I'm gonna make a little comment here. I was yeah. in bed last night with uh, with Amy. We were both on our phones doing that thing where you lay, sit next to each other but catch up on mm-hmm. Instagram. Right. And she shows me the phone and she shows me some Instagram model that she came across and she says, "You see this picture." This woman has a big fake ass. The difference between this girl and Nikki is that Nikki does a million squats and this girl doesn't do a million squats. That's she the can't. difference. Yes. Yeah, you so, can't do it now. So that was that was Amy paying Nikki uh, a uh, work ethic uh, nice. w- way to way to pump those squats compliment just off the cuff last night. Continue on. Perfect. And so the show was great, fantastic, right? We're going home from the show and you know, you know they rent those bikinis. Well, you can rent them. Or you can buy them. So we used to buy them. I think the first one that we purchased was somewhere like $300. And I'm uh, like, wait, that is... These are like these gold sequin string bikinis and you rent that shit? People rent that shit? They rent them because the girls only wear them once. So we have like 15 suits that were anywhere between... I think the cheapest one we bought was 200 bucks. Maybe that was the first one. Anywhere between 200 and 700 and to nine hundred dollars times fifteen. This is what this you is get, seven ish army, when you don't have kids. It's fucking and... clown shoes. Anyways, moving forward. Yeah. So we started I, I talked the wife into renting them. Um it was actually her idea, so let me and I disagreed with it. Let's say that. Um so she's renting the suit and so she told her client, she's like, Yeah, you rent the suit and everything. And uh and I was listening to the phone call and I was like, Hey and she goes, Yeah uh, she goes, did you get your suit all clean up and everything? She goes, yeah, I just put it in the bag and everything like that. And uh, 
I'm just, you know, bringing it over to the lady's house that has all the bikinis. She goes, did you clean it? She's like, no. And I'm listening to this third person. Now, this is a word that I've used before. Are you familiar with the term snail trails? No. <laughs> and so, so Nikki goes, she, she goes, she goes, you know, you got the accent going. She's like, did you clean out the snail trails? She's like, what are you talking about? She's like, check your underwear. She looks down and she goes, oh my god! I mean, she almost, like, returned that shit <laughs> with the fucking snail trails in it. Can you just imagine the disgust in that? I mean, I have a feeling that that's, like, the same thing as, like, trying on, like, underwear at Walmart. I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> very uncomfortable. Snail, snail trails. trails. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome to the new T-shirt by Seven Inch. Like, yeah, it's like avoid the snail trails. I just say hey, it has like a little snail in there. It says Seven Inch things on its shell, and it says avoid the snail, snail trails. trails. Oh. Oh. oh, classy. Uh, I guess it, so, this, but this is one of those things that you don't think if you're not if you're not like uh, I I don't have any exposure to bikini fitness competitions outside of of being mildly exposed to it through Nikki's Instagram feed and, and talking to you. This is something I didn't even know you could rent a, a bathing suit bikini. That's I, I, first of all, I'd like to I would like to know what else that place rents. I'd like to know mm. what else their business is. That's an interesting business model, and I'm now intrigued. Well, but, they they um it's Bodacious Bikinis here in Pflugerville, Texas, and they um they rent out uh, she rents out bikinis and she makes and sells them. So she sells any of them. I mean, if you want something custom, they'll make it. She'll make it for you. She's phenomenal. So if, if Nikki decided to do a stint as say a professional wrestler, that's the person she might go to for some proper costuming. Hell yeah, brother! All right. right. I don't know where you get the boots. I don't know if they do the, those crazy boots though. That'd be dope. I know the boots are expensive because I remember this uh, story from many many years ago about some professional wrestler who was filming a commercial, and he part of the commercial was that he was going to spear someone into a pool. And he had mm-hmm. just gotten brand new wrestling boots, and he said, "I, dude, I couldn't do it. I could." I, so if you look at the commercial, he's he's wearing his tights, no shoes, just mm-hmm. socks, because he refused to jump into the pool with his brand new wrestling boots. They're probably a grand a pop for solid wrestling boots. Well, yeah, I would bet that if they're like custom, custom pro wrestling boots, they're probably a G. Yeah. Well, I I mean, it's so. like, and it's like my, you know, it's kind of like a getting a new car. You ain't gonna tear up your new car. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's well. I think shoes can be more expensive than a car per, uh, I don't know, per per vo- use per volume per use. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know that kind of yeah. thing is expensive. Uh, um. Yeah. Oh, another thing. So this is I, I sent you a link on here. So I was in the in our our pool. We have the, like a community pool that's real huge one. And I was sitting in there, and this dude walks by, and he's like, got to be in his mid forties, and I and I look at him. I go, is that a is that a cobra tattoo on your shoulder? And he's like, you know, first he doesn't know how to act, and he's like, uh, yeah, you know. So I'm like, he's like, well, and I go, and I was like, dude, that's fucking awesome. I think that's a great tattoo. And he like shows me he has a bunch of other ones, right? And I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, he goes, yeah, it's a weird thing. And then he's like, he's like, dude, you know, I go, did you do you collect? And we start talking about toys and going back and forth. And he's like, I had everything. He's like, I had everything, and then I got divorced. He's like, and that fucking greedy bitch made me sell sell it all. He goes, I had the fucking carrier. He had the U.S. flag. He had to sell his fucking carrier. How heartbreaking is that? The seven-foot-long carrier. Poor fella. So, so he had to sell his shit. I was like, dude, you should have sold the shit for like 
500 bucks to your friend and then bought the shit back afterwards. But I think that's how you go to jail. But anyways, so now the thing that he does, he goes, I make custom G.I. Joe characters. He's like, I made a fortune last year. And he just like volunteers this information. Super cool, dude. He's like, yeah, I made like 15 grand last year selling G.I. Joe figures. So I figured, what the hell? He's like, I already got a real job. He's like, this is just for fun. and I love it. So now what his biggest seller is, I'm not sure if this is the exact guy that I sent you, um, but he takes uh, G.I. Joe characters and gender swaps them. Oh. Mm. He's like, and he does like custom work. I'm pretty sure this is him. Like there's a female Serpentor. There was, I sent you the, did you see that link? They had the full Cobra Law. So you got the Pythona. Mm-hmm. Um, so they made her into a man. Everything. I mean, it's crazy. His shit is good. The Royal Guards, he made them females. Um, but yeah, this looks like a little bit more work. Yeah, Someone well, might be taking over his, than just changing the structures. Yeah, we'll but he just put this up on the uh, the long abandoned Facebook page too. I know. But anyways, super freaking awesome. I was like, dude, this is so cool. I was thinking, I was like, can I become a G.I. Joe character? Yeah, I would think the same thing. Uh, What does he do? Does he do like plastic molds? How does he create these? Is he molding these out? He takes their faces. Well, see, these look like they're different. Or is he buying, yeah, or is he buying old, old pieces? Yeah, pieces and assembling. Mm hmm. Interesting. So I'm not sure if this is him or not, but this is what he was doing. It has to be him because he just told me what he was doing. There can't be a ton of people doing this. He's like, they sell out like crazy. You know, you could nowadays, with a good 3D printer, really make your own G.I. Joe's. I'm sure there's a... I've been on a couple of 3D printer websites where you can download just about anything. Back in the fidget spinner craze, we printed Uh out and made Cairo a Pokeball fidget spinner on a 3D printer. That was pretty cool. I walked into the office the other day, and as it typically is in startup world, ping pong culture is kind of a thing with us. We like the ping pong in my office. And I look at the 3D printer, and someone is printing out a fucking paddle, a full paddle. They're gonna foam it. They're gonna they're gonna make it proper, but somebody printed out a paddle. Yeah, that's because they ain't spending their fucking money doing it. That's a well, difference. Yeah. If you're, that's... if you're gonna pony up the dope, they do that shit all the time. My work wasting shit. It's like, what is this? It's like, oh, we put a fucking drone, and we did this with a drone, and we did this and that. I'm like, why? Right. Why aren't you building the product that we need? I get it. It's fun. I'm just, but, like, part of it's like, motherfuckers. Yeah, well, you got to, some people don't have hobbies outside of their their job, right? You've got something that you you are passionate about and that you spend a lot of time on, which is your gym and your wife and and cultivating the things that come out of those two things, right? Your pinball, you spend some, you kill some time, right? It's not like you don't, you don't have some hobbies. I got hobbies. As you mentioned, I'm a writer. I I write books and enter contests and, uh, uh. Yeah, my hobbies are outside of work. Yeah, mine are too. Mine are too. I don't, I don't code in Apex for fun when I'm not working. <laughs> you know, I don't nice. try to create custom Salesforce objects when I'm bored. Uh, though I will occasionally think of a good idea in my off hours that I have to sit down and work through. But that's nice. That's part of being a mad scientist, man. Sometimes, that is dope. Yeah, sometimes you figure out how to dominate the world in the middle of the night, and you can't wait till the morning to get going. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's like, what are you trying to do today? It's like take over the world. That's right, man. Pinky and the brain. That's a that's a story it's, about me. Is it? Yeah. Both both sides of my personality. Did you watch the fights yet? 
No, I haven't watched the fights yet, but uh, I haven't even started to download them, frankly. I just haven't got there yet, man. Of all the shit that I've got going on. You know what we did get wrapped up in watching, though, is we started watching The Staircase on Netflix, which is it's one of those true crime shows, and it's about this writer fella whose wife may or may not have fallen down the stairs, and he gets arrested for potentially pushing her and or murdering her mm-hmm. and, and then his subsequent trial and whatnot it's a pretty interesting case and it was a pretty it's a, it's a good show the characters are all the characters the, these are real people it's like a documentary the they're characters all, they're all very compelling and it's a compelling story and it's definitely one of those stories where you can't really tell if he's a sociopath murderer or if he's a innocent man who's just got a, some affect that gives him a creepiness to his personality. You know what I mean? Well, like, that's like the deal. It's, it's, did you see, what was that, To Make a Murderer or something like that? Yeah, say it's very similar <laughs> to that flavor of show. Where well, it depends on how they write it, too. Well, yeah, well, this is filmed I, documentary style, so this yeah, is Yeah, I know footage. what you're saying. Yeah. The other one was, too. But it also depends on how they paint the people in the picture. Yeah. With oh, the yeah. Film sure. angles and everything. So they're doing it on purpose. Like to catch a murderer or whatever the hell that was called. They set that up in a way that made everything work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing with that. And I, uh, I'm just saying they've done a really good job of sort of presenting this as did he or didn't he and the audience must decide. Okay. It's, it's good. I can dig it. It's compelling. I can dig it. Compiling television. Do you know what else I watched since last time we podcasted was Altered Carbon on Netflix? What? Fuck. That show was good. That show was fucking good, man. Is it a series or just a show? It's a series. Well, it's a series. It's oh, one, this looks one good. Season, one season. I can fuck with this. It's it's super good, man. Uh, it's the guy who played the in the remake of RoboCop, which was actually a pretty good remake. I'm not I, didn't I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it, it at all. It's that actor, and he plays this character who uh, his first oh my God. body Hold was on. killed 200 years before, and there's a murder Listen. that he's investigating. It's, yeah, yeah, I, I get it. Demolition yeah. Man. Yeah, I get it. Solid show. Uh, no, not Demolition Man. More like they've everybody's got this thing in the back of their neck that stores their whole consciousness, and when you die, they just yank okay. that thing out and slap Hold it in your body. Hold on a second. Hold on. What are you talking about? Not Demolition Man. No, After okay. 250 years on ice, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah a, pris- a prisoner returns to life with a new body and a chance to win his freedom. The new body. Yeah, All right. Don't, don't, don't for a second think that... Uh, I'm uh, going to watch it. I know it's yeah, dope. It's super dope. It's super dope. And don't get me wrong. Demolition Man is super dope, too. You, you, if you're going to... you got to defeat Simon Phoenix. Send a maniac exactly. to catch a maniac. Right. But, I concur. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, we got a cell phone ring in the background. Someone didn't silence their cell phone. No, it's worse than that. Is it's on my computer, so it's not even my phone. I don't know why it pops up like that for some reason. Now I gotta fix that shit. Um, it's that handoff thing. Oh. Um, oh, I told you I went to Toys R Us. Oh. Too super mm. grim. Really sad. I wanted some GI Joes or some Transformers. Those were ransacked, gone. Yeah. Um, because they discounted that stuff heavily. Um, the Legos were 30% off, so there was still a decent amount of Legos. A lot were gone, though, because, you know, there's no discount on Legos. It's like Louis Vuitton. Yeah, I, I've noticed that I think my kids, who are 12 and 9, are beyond toys now. 
mm -hmm. for the most part. And I don't think, I think I was much older when that happened. Uh, I think that computer, my son, who's nine, you'd think he would still be into toys and things like that, but he's really into Minecraft and computer games and Switch and Wii and uh, uh, Tech Mobile on my Retron 5. Nice. Yeah. Homeboy yeah. gonna get wrecked. Yeah. So you better not bring that little that that game, that noise. I just finished a whole season. I played all the way through a season of Tech Mobile and won the champ the tech I won the Tech Mobile with the Raiders, who are not as good as the Bears. I'd forgotten the Bears are the team in Tech Mobile and Ra Bo Jackson and the Raiders are the team in Super Tech Mobile. Mm -mm. Well, yeah. Which one are you playing? You playing the first one or the second one? Just the first one, Tech Mobile. So there's a but. So I know a lot about this game. Um, the Raiders are fantastic because yeah. you have um, Jerry Rice, and then what's the other one? No, Raiders are Bo Jackson and Tim Brown. No, Jerry, Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Rice. Jerry Rice on the forty. No, not thing. Jerry Reiners. Uh, the other Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Yeah, you have Marcus yeah, Allen and Bo that's Jackson. That's what I meant. That's true. Yes, yeah, so you have. Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson. And Tim Rice. Um, Tim all, Rice. All, all three of those guys should be Hall of Well, Bo Jackson maybe, but Marcus Allen <laughs> So that's and Tim, a good team. The yeah. Bears have a good defense. The, but um, the Bears 40, also have Walter Payton and Jim McMahon. Yes. Um, the uh, 49ers have... Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Roger Craig. Yeah, Roger Craig is the only running back that can knock people over. Tom Rathman. Got, yeah. Ronnie Lott. Brent Jones. Uh, Ray Worshing. The Eagles have, um, what the heck's his name? Herschel Walker. Yeah. No. Yeah. It, yeah. It is Herschel Walker. Yeah, yeah. So he's quick. He's fast as crap, so you can just run with him the whole time. Um, but the team, to, the actual team, the best team in the whole game is the Giants. Yeah, because they got the, the uh, Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. And the reason for that is because you cannot kick a field goal against them because Lawrence Taylor can run through the middle and just stand there before yep. the guy can even kick it. So you can limit them on points every time. Right. But you still got a score. Yeah. Yeah. The Raiders, I like the Raiders a lot because they got Bo Jackson and they've got a, uh, a uh, pass play that even if the defense calls a blitz on the pass play, you can still get the pass off and get eight yards. Mm hmm. So it's, you can score every time with the Raiders. Yeah. It just depends on your style of play, too. But for sure, I like um, the Bills are good, too. Oh, yeah. That's Jim Kelly, man. That was, mm -hmm. those were good eras. You had Cornelius Bennett and Thurston 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 Thomas. God, I don't know. I'm Thurston to, Thomas. Trying to Phil remember Sim names. Phil Sims from is my on the um, Giants. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wheels. My buddy would call him Wheels. He's like, come on, Wheels. I think he's like the slowest one in the game. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know you're not a huge football guy, but the tragedy of the Sims family is not so much Phil, who was a Hall of Fame quarterback, but his kid Chris, Chris Sims, who was a quarterback. That kid took a hit in a game he was playing for the tampa bay buccaneers took a hit in a game and ruptured his spleen in the mm. in the game Ooh. Ooh. that's terrible that's a brutal hit brutal hit i'm excited for football season this year because the 49ers aren't going to be a, a greek tragedy but i got to admit that a lot of my sports fandom I, the, having just watched my my warriors win their third championship in four years. My sports fandom's been waning for like a decade, man. I used to be all in on everything. Watch every Warriors game I could, Giants game I could, Ace game I could, Niners game I could. And now uh -huh. I'm like, eh, eh, I'll get there, maybe. I'll watch it if it's on. I don't know. Oh, yeah. 
Yesterday was the release date in 1981 for uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Just letting you know that. Which is the best one for you? Um. Well, I, I mean, the real answer is that the re- the best one is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm. Mm. It's the best. It's the best one. I'm gonna go Last uh, Crusade, man. Raiders is great. Raiders. I don't know. I I like. Uh, we recently watched all three of them again. She she Nikki really likes to watch them. Um. I would say it goes it goes Raiders, and then it goes Last Crusade, but. Temple of Doom is definitely a lot higher on my list since I'm not so, such a scared little kid anymore. Because that is a terrifying one. Yeah, yeah. But it's I'm, really good. Yeah, they're really so, good. They're. I would say for me, you got an A plus is Last Crusade, an A minus is Raiders, and a B plus is Temple, and then you slip all the way to summer school, failing mm-hmm. grade, GED. Please do that again. No, they didn't even get their GED with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, whatever. No, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, it's interchangeable, Last Crusade and, and Raiders for sure. But Raiders is much more serious. Raiders is more serious, but it, Last Crusade's got... It's fun, it's got Sala, it's got Sean mm-hmm. Connery. It tells me yeah. that goose-stepping morons like yourself. It's got really <laughs> good lines. I can't remember. Yeah, it's, it's a good one. Um, But we started watching... We watched all of the Terminators. Oh, all of them? All well, of them. You watched Terminator. Terminator no, that's 2, not true. Terminator that's a 3. Fun. Terminator Salvation. Terminator Genesis. Terminator. What was this? I think there's one in the, the Terminator. Salvation. Salvation. So here's what we watched. We watched 1 and 2. Okay. We skipped 3, so I did not watch all of them. You didn't go Rise I, of the Machines? I like Rise I just, of the Machines. Eh, I just told her no. It's terrible, it's, but I like it. Well, because what happened is 5 was up there, and I was going to watch it, and then I started watching it, and I was like, you have no idea what's going on, do you? She says no. I said, okay, so we'll start over at 1. 1 is absolutely brilliant. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, what like a great like property to build off of. And now they went back in time and everything. Um, 2 is was just absolutely amazing. I mean, any any show that has a minigun in it is just phenomenal. Um and then you have um, three. I don't really care for. I don't know. I need to really watch it. I guess. I mean, that's fair. The, four, I like. I think four is really good. The four, the one with. Uh, that's the one in the future. The whole thing in the future. Yeah, salvation. Yeah, it's um. Is that, that your boy Sam Worthington? Chris Christian Bale's in that one. Yeah, but it's not Sam Worthington. Is yeah, it? that's I, the guy. I, I think it is Sam Worthington. Or. Yeah, I think it's that that fella again. It's a guy that looks like him. Yeah, it's, they were trying to the same it people. Is Sam. Yeah, it's Sam Worthington. There's, that was one of those movies when they were trying it to is. make Sam Worthington happen. Have we abandoned that project? Can he be in B action movies yet? Is why he, is he? Why does he get so much push? I don't know, man. He got hooked up, and people liked his look, and it became a thing. And uh, he's well, he did. So let's see, he did. Um, Terminator, or he did Terminator Salvation. Then he did Avatar next. And he yeah. did Clash of the Titans. And he hasn't really done anything since, since Wrath of the Titans. There's a lot of. I mean, he's done a lot of movies, but nothing that's been blockbuster. Oh, he did Hacksaw Ridge with. Uh, that was a Mel Gibson flick that was up for Best Picture. Mm, okay, yeah, it's not for me, man. It's not for me. He's not for me. But and then he's just. I don't know. But why is this dude getting so much push? I don't know. It happens it was in, sometimes. I don't like it. 
I don't like it at all. Uh, I have Maybe. the same problem with whoever the actor was in the most recent Die Hard. That kid, um, the son? Yeah. Who's that guy? Um, fucking turd sandwich. The movie sucked. The last one? Yeah, it did suck, didn't it? It's just like, don't. It's not the same because you're not doing the same thing. So that's a. That's. I mean, I guess that's kind of another reason why you don't like. Uh, what the hell is it? Um, the fourth Indiana Jones because it's not the same thing. You yeah. shouldn't like it, dude. I, wait a minute. This is the guy that's in the. This is the guy that's in the Fifth Terminator. This Jai guy, Jai Courtney. Yeah, Jai Courtney. That's right. Jai Courtney. Also, somebody who they've been trying to make fucking happen, who isn't going to happen. A good day to die hard. That's what that piece of shit was called. That was terrible. Di- Divergent. Divergent was a piece of shit. This Terminator Genesis thing, we just started. It's probably kind of a piece of crap. Uh, yeah. Oh, there. Apparently, there was a rumor out there on. Bruce Willis's IMDb page that there is a movie coming out called Die Hard colon Year One, the origin story to the popular film franchise Die Hard. I think it's a documentary. So then, okay, hold on, because that is the second book in a series, and I think the first book is Predator, or, or not Predator Matrix. Uh, oh, dude, Matrix. did you have you Commando? Seen, have you seen the new trailer for the Predator? Yeah, it's awesome. Dude. He's like, we're trying to see if you guys pose any threats. He's like, uh, we're fucking assassins. That's kind of, we are a threat, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Good cast. I, I like all the actors in that. I like that they've thrown Keegan-Michael Key in there from Key and Peele. Mm-hmm. He's going to be, you know he's going to be a, one of those. He wouldn't, that guy's really astute. So he's not going to be one of those guys who's just in there as a comic foil. He's going to have some good one-liners, but he's probably going to kick a little ass there too because he wants to show his range and what he can do. He's a good actor. Yeah, he's a real good actor. He's a great writer too. Uh, did you did you see Get Out that uh, Jordan Peele Mm-mm. did? Oh, dude, that movie's insane. That movie's Isn't it like insane. the guy goes? It's like um, it's like the black guy goes to like meet his girlfriend's parents, and she's white or something. Is that right? Uh, Am I yes. wrong? No, that is correct. Um, and also, the most wholly inadequate description of a movie ever. Holy fucking shit. Hold That's on a like, second. Let, let, me, let, me, let me just give you the same description of a movie you know. John McClane goes to visit his wife in L.A. Okay. That's that, what you just said about Get Out was the, that's the equivalent of and John McClane visits his wife in L.A. No, in New York. No, in L.A. Nakatomi Plaza's in L.A. First yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. But then where is he going in the second one? Oh, he's going home. They're going home. They both live in L.A. He's an L.A. cop in the second one. That's right. They're in D.C. When the dad Um, from Good Times betrays his country. So I I need you to understand how awesome this is. So do you know in this new Predator movie, there's a homage to the second one? Yeah. Yeah, I saw Peter Keyes, Mm -hmm. who was, uh, what the heck's his name? Busey. Gary Busey. His son plays his son. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, well, Jake Busey's been... <laughs> I build in the in the credits as the son of Peter Keyes, the son of his other character. Um, Jake Busey's been in some good shit. Interestingly enough, he's in Starship Troopers, and uh, mm-hmm. he, he was in Stranger Things, and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I always liked him most from a movie that gets kind of overlooked from Peter Jackson's catalog, the guy who did the Lord of the Rings movies, called The Frighteners. 
Wait, is that the one with um, Michael J. Fox? Yeah, that's the one. I like that movie. Yeah, it's a solid movie. It's one that gets overlooked. It's crazy. Like he's like this like paranormal guy, and he's like drunk, and he's like got this shitty Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. That's the one. I, that's, I liked it, man. It's a good flick, man. It's scary. It's uh, well, yeah. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not like a. Uh, it's like it starts out differently. Yeah, it definitely takes a turn. So speaking of Die Hard, how are you feeling about this movie, The Tower, with The Rock? Have you you seen the trailer? You showed me the trailer. I'm like, mm. I don't know. I've seen more trailers. I'm getting more excited about it. Really? Yeah. I don't know why, man. I don't, I don't know why. I can't describe. I I'm a huge fan of The Rock. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, The Rock's a good dude. I mean, he's not really. I mean, he's in all good movies. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. He hasn't really put out a stinker. Other than Doom. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that, though. It just seems a little weird. I don't know. Let me. I need to watch more trailers on it. Did you see the um, Rampage movie or whatever the hell it was? No, I didn't get a chance to see it. I was uh, The day that we had the chance to see Rampage, I saw something else, but I don't recall what. Um, Hercules was kind of a pile of shit. I liked Hercules. It was silly. Um, what did I see? Oh, I saw uh, Ocean's 8 over the weekend. That was really good. Yeah? Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. I'm a big fan of heist movies. Everybody loves heist movies. Yep. And What's your favorite heist movie? Ooh. Ooh, Thomas Crown Affair. All right. Second favorite. Uh, probably. You know that's one of my favorite movies. Which Are you talking about the OG one or the Pierce Brosnan? Pierce Brosnan. Dude, that movie's so dope. Okay, uh, second one. Um, Ocean's Eleven. The, really? The George Clooney one, not the Rat Pack one. And then what I'm the a, f- and then I'm gonna slide Heat in there. Okay, Heat is unbelievable. Um, the one I like is. Oh, I'm gonna throw the real McCoy on my top five too. Okay. Kim That'll Baxter, play through. Val Kilmer. What the fuck is this movie called? It's slipping my mind right now. It's Clive Owen. Where they go in their bank rob and they steal the they steal the ring. I don't know what because the guy of the um it's got Denzel Washington Inside Man. There it is. Oh yeah yeah that's a good one. I like that. Well one. the reason why I like that one is because it wasn't about the crime. They so they do steal all the money but then the whole idea behind it was to get the guy who who was profiteering off of the not off of the um the Jews. He was a Nazi war criminal. Yeah, I like he sold all of his friends to get the money. I liked. Uh, the Italian Job. That was a fun one. I like yeah. it. It's a good genre of movies. I'm a big fan of that genre of film, of the heist film. Yeah, I, well, everyone li- likes it because they like it when people get away with things. Yeah, I guess so. What does that say about humanity? God, we're fucking doomed. We're all fucking doomed. Yeah, because we want to see people succeed. Uh, the town was dope. Okay. Wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. Point Break? Oh. Not a heist movie. It is a heist movie. It's no, about bank robbery. It's about bank robbers, but not a heist movie. I'm okay. Dis- I disqualify that. Did you see the okay. re- Did you see the remake, by the way? Yeah. You saw the Point Break remake? Yeah. You're the one person who saw it? I couldn't... I. It disappeared before I got the chance, and then I never thought of it again until this moment. Hmm. I don't mind it. 
you didn't mind it, really. It was okay. It was just meh. Yeah. Did you just constantly compare it in your mind, or did you just accept it that it was a completely different premise with similarly named characters? Yeah, I don't think I even paid attention. I just kind of like watched it. Oh, have you ever seen the movie Flypaper? No. No, I haven't. Okay. So the movie Flypaper has, uh, what the hell's his name? Patrick Dempsey and Ashley Judd. Mick, Mick, uh, Mick, Mick Dreamy. Yeah. That's a really good one. So they find out like halfway through, you know, halfway through the movie, there's all these people inside and someone's trying to rob the bank. Well, everybody was trying to rob the bank that's in there. Okay. That one's pretty good. The Lady Killers? Uh, Lady I mean, Killers is pretty solid. Did some great, some great voice acting. Yeah. The Real McCoy, Kim Basinger, Val Kilmer. Yeah, that's the one, man. I've never seen that. Oh, it's good. It's a fun one. That's a, that's a real fun one. I'll watch that for sure. And Kim Basinger in the 90s and 80s, dude, smoke show. <laughs> I mean, she's still beautiful. She's still really beautiful, but she was that, just like, woof, girl, from my childhood. From the childhood. From my childhood. She's Vicky Vale, man. Yeah, she is Vicky Vale. Yeah. You know, That's I have right. a special place in my heart for Kim Bassinger. <laughs> That's funny. What did you? What else did you do this weekend or these two weeks? I know you moved. I moved. Oh, tell us about your book, dude. Oh, what? Well, so I, I, yeah. So I'm a novelist. I write books. So I wrote the first book I wrote was um, super grown up and about pervasive drug use, partying, and emotional breakup shit. And then mm -hmm. no one had any interest in that. I had a couple of people read it and they liked it, but no agent. That's probably more like a movie. Yeah, maybe. I could. I guess I could probably translate it into a script pretty well. Mm -hmm. But being one of the interesting things about writing is the publishing industry is one of the most convoluted, odd industries I've ever been exposed to. And I've been part of some weird-ass industries. But to get a book published, and I think I might have talked about this on the podcast before, but to get a book published, step one, write a book. You write a book. And then you edit that book, and you edit that so book. So step one, step one is cut a hole in the box. Yeah, cut a hole in the box of your brain and stick your dick through your brain into a book. You, you put you your know, junk in the box. You put your junk in the box. Fifty thousand words at minimum, if you're going to call it a novel. So you write a book, and then you edit the shit out of that book. And editing your own stuff is hard, but you got to do it. And then you line edit. You get it to the point where you think, okay, if I handed this to someone, I wouldn't be patently embarrassed. At that point. You need a book agent. To get a book agent, you get online and you find people who sell books in your genre that you just wrote a book in, and you send them right. a, a query letter, like a business letter that says, hey, dear agent. Oh, this is Am I Querying? You always yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. So you write them a query letter, and it's a business letter that's in a very specific format that you can't stray away from, and it says, this is what my book's about. This is who I am. This is what the story is. This is uh, the shit that I've had published in the past. Please write my book, and here's a sample if they ask for it. Well, who cares who you are if, if your book's if your book's dope? They want to know. They want to know who you are and where you can be found. So, you send it out. Uh, agents. I saw a tweet the other day from an agent that said she reads upwards of ten thousand queries a year. So that's how many people have written books that are out there shopping their shit. Having been a uh, college undergrad in my late thirties, I also know that most people who write are terrible at it. And uh, mm -hmm. I'm part of some writers' communities online, and it's uh, it's not it's not pretty, man. People I, people who think they're really imagine, imaginative, 
Sometimes are, sometimes aren't. Sometimes it's trite. Sometimes their execution is poor. But either way, there's not a huge amount of good books out there. And I don't. So these are some trash ass writers. There are, and I'm I very well might be one of them. I don't know. Anywho, okay. so you go out and let's say finally some agent decides, yes, I want to, I can sell your book because that's what they're interested in—a product they can sell. So they sign up, they become your literary agent, and then they take your book and hook you up with an editor. So they try to get an editor on board who then edits mm-hmm. your book grammatically and for story. And then once you have an edited book and an agent, the agent then goes around to publishing houses and says, this is the next thing. This is the thing that you want to sell. This is the book that I want to put on the shelves. This is what people are going to go crazy about. Mm-hmm. So from the time you finish your book, and when I say finish, I mean all the editing and everything else, to the time your book might appear on a bookstore somewhere, can be a year or two for sure really yeah for sure that's if you want to go traditional publishing there's options nowadays where you can publish yourself and get on using companies called ingram spark which i think is a Doesn't division of sound Amazon like a fucking or, very good idea yeah create space the downside of self the upside of self-publishing is that you're on the market much faster you can you pub you market your own books you get people to buy them you make a bigger cut the downside of self-publishing is that once you self-publish basically all Traditional publishers uh, are dead to you, or you're dead to them. They don't want you. Wait a minute. Once you self-publish, you're basically that's a kiss of death. Yep. Yeah, for the most part. So why would you do that? Why would you self-publish if you? Because you've gotten nowhere with traditional publishing, and you're basically either you think that's the better route to take. You'll make more money to get your work out there. Like, are you bitching because like are are, like these people like bitching like they don't see my vision. Yeah, they don't understand. Sometimes, yeah, 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 sometimes. Sometimes it's just it's the path of least resistance, right? Publish it yourself, get it out there, promote it yourself, sell a hundred copies, call it a day. Um, So without my first book didn't go anywhere. I queried it a bunch of times, probably fifty plus times, and I had a few people read it. No one wanted to sign it up, and it's not the book that you that's selling right now anyway. It's not Mm -hmm. in the right genre. So I sat down with my daughter, my twelve-year-old daughter. And we wrote another book, a more of a YA, middle grade oriented sci-fi book that we finished uh, the first draft of probably four months ago and then a real solid final draft of two months ago. And I want, you get rejected so often in querying when you start reaching out to agents that I was most of I was 60% of the way through what I would call my final edit of this book, the cleanup edit. Oh, so you weren't even finished with this shit, and you just start because it, it, they're just going to tell you no. So let's like get them out of the way. So I picked one. I was like, I'm going to pick this one person. I'm just going to. They're in my genre. I'm going to get this one rejection out of the way. Write my query letter. Get it done, so I can continue on the journey. So I write this mm-hmm. query letter to this one agent. And she emails me back 11 days later with send me the whole manuscript. And I hadn't worked on it in two weeks. Why did she send you back 11 days? Oh, because she's busy? Yeah, they're all busy. That's what it takes. Sometimes you don't hear from... Sometimes you. I've gotten rejections six months after I've sent a query. They're just always backed up. They get, and did you like reply? like You're like, hey, man, that, that's already been sold. Like, a, like an old Craigslist ad? No. This <laughs> no. item's been sold. Sorry, dude. You missed out anyways. Yeah, maybe. You Maybe should always reply back that this has been sold to this book company. Yeah, Sorry. That would uh, that would work in so much as that uh, I would never sell anything. Anyway, so I ended up sending her the manuscript, finishing it in a kind of a hurry, sending it to her. And um, I didn't expect anything out of it. And then like two or Friday, finally got a rejection, which was expected because we interact on Twitter. Uh, mm-hmm. But she also gave me a bunch of really good advice on leaning out the story and making it better. And then yeah, yeah. Monday morning, 
I check my email and I've got another request for the full on this manuscript, which is uh, the main character is my daughter. So Mazzy and I wrote this together. And the mm -hmm. main character, the, the two main characters are based on Mazzy and Kyra. And uh, she said, I'd love to read your full manuscript. It sounds like a great premise. It's cool you wrote it with your daughter. But hey, I have a weird request. Could you maybe send it to me with, and then insert all of those specific changes that the first agent who rejected me suggested? So it feels like Agent 1 talked to Agent 2 and said, "I this wasn't sure. for me, but maybe you should reach out to this person. So that's kind of exciting. So That's good. Yeah, so that's my side. That's what I've been working on in my spare time is getting this thing kind of cleaned up and redone a little bit and leaned out and fixed my pacing problems and then send it back out to see if one day I could become a published author uh, with the book. So fun it's a fun project it's i like writing because it's i get super meta so when i write characters particularly the first book i wrote was the main character was loosely based on me it was i i don't know what's going to happen i sit down to write i don't know what's going to happen next the characters kind of tell me what's going to happen next i think of it really yeah that ain't going to work for me that's yeah. not going to work for me I, I do it all on the fly so what <clears> the, what they say what happens next what what they do how they move what they do who they move it with, all that stuff kind of comes all on the fly. So it's kind of like watching a movie that you're making up on the fly. It's fun. Yeah, but you know what happens. What are you clicking? I uh, Just a little click. Like something that does nothing but make clicking noises. One of the yeah, don't bitches. be fucking clicking that shit when you got, gave me the business about some bullshit phone call. <laughs> <laughs> it's my nervous clicker to, to occupy the side of my brain that requires attention when I'm otherwise trying to think of words to say. Gotcha. No, that's a, that's a good thing. It's helping you yeah. think, I guess. So that's my hobby. Right? That's what I work on in my spare time. That's pretty dope, though, man. You got so you got two of those two of those inquiries. You know, the first one yeah. didn't work out, but she told you where it would work out. Yeah. So, have you made the changes? Because uh, I would assume that if you make the changes, that's going to get scooped up. I'm in the middle of making those changes right now, and uh, reading through the the manuscript now with those changes, sort of generally in place i got a lot of little polishing to do mm -hmm. it's way better she was she was she knows her craft the first agent who gave me the advice really knows her craft so it was really helpful and we'll see what happens you know i don't know that i'll ever be this i'll ever get published or if i'll just query this until i die and then write another book or a book three or a book five you know i'll keep writing books because it's fun it's a fun hobby mm -hmm. yeah so whether or not i'm ever out there is like a maybe one day this becomes a seven-ish things becomes based off of my reader fan base who knows i don't think so i don't think so maybe not i don't think you're, you're if they're gonna read that book which is for kids they're not gonna listen to talk about gi joe and pop culture you you never know you never know i, I could be wrong i guess you're right on that yeah did you watch the um what the fuck is it called did you watch the um oh my god with the robot the little kid and the robot lost in space no i haven't watched Lost in space yet it's it's on my to-do list uh, I took your advice. It's you know I like that shit. I'm actually working my way back through seasons, the the most recent seasons of uh, Arrow and Flash. While I'm working, that's been my plan in the background shit that I don't have to really pay attention to. Yeah, that's how I roll too. Exactly. Yeah, I like um, I like to get that sort of just keep you know keep keep uh, the shit and noise in the background. You follow along with the plot as best you can. What did you ask me? You asked me something. You go, have you seen all this? I was like, yeah, I've seen all the Rocky and Bullwinkles, all the all the Tailspin. All the Ducktales. Tailspin's good, man. Clit, uh, clit, 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 Cloud Kicker. That is a very different television show. Let me tell you. 
Yeah. Kit, kit Cloud Kicker. Yeah, not Clit Cloud Clicker. No. no so that's definitely a different one. Is it? <laughs> doesn't Clit Cloud Clicker sound like the worst <laughs> porno ever? It's the just, worst you, porno ever. Watch at your own risk. Yeah. No rule. No. It starts off. No rules, gentlemen. Yeah. Ooh. 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 <laughs> mm. But I'm, um, I'm not going to lie. If you sent me that link, I'd click it. Yeah, you, you're going to click it. You're yeah. fine. Um, did you do the... Um, did you did you see the new stuff coming out for Switch? Yeah. Yeah, man. I've been following E3. E3's... Uh, it's been a really good year. E3-wise, there's been a lot of interesting stuff. The new Assassin's Creed looks fucking bonkers. Smash Brothers? Uh, Smash Brothers looks phenomenal. I'm so excited to get Cairo and I into that. We just mm-hmm. just downloaded Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Switch because we played it on the Wii U. I played all the Mario Karts, obviously. But we, we just picked up uh, 8 Deluxe for the You're still the record the holder, I, I believe. On the on yours? I, I, uh, who's, I don't who's, know that... Wii U was that? Mine? Was it yours? Remember, I brought it to work and we were playing at work. Oh, yeah. Dude, out of my mouth yesterday with Cairo, he said, who are you going to be? I said, I'm always Metal Mario. He wins records. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't have Metal Mario, then you're, it's uh, Bowser. Yeah. No. King Met- Koopa. It's, it's Metal Mario for me. I'm all about the Metal Mario. And was I using Donkey Kong or someone different, or do we both go down to Metal? Metal Mario is the best. Yeah. Well, there might be someone better now. I don't know. I played- I've been playing. I've been also driving Link a little bit. Because on uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, all the character, all the extra tracks, and all the DLC stuff is in there. Mm-hmm. So I've been riding Link for a bit, and that's been fun. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I come back to Metal Mario. I like I like being a bully on the track. Now, question: Do you are, do you rock the? Um, are you like a physical game person, or do you are you do are you download content? What do you mean? Oh, I I just I mean like, do you download the games, or do you actually buy them? Oh, uh, I download mostly. I'm running out of I don't, space on my Switch, but I, I do mostly ba- download them. I just buy them did from you, the store. Did you get a 128 gig gigawatt card? Uh, the 64 is in there right now, but I'll I'll upgrade it at some point. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I was just curious because I mean I download everything. I don't buy anything. I don't want to buy them. I don't want to to change out the game and shit. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of of physical media anymore. It, I, occasionally, mm-hmm. somebody we've had a couple of instances here where people have been banned from using the internet for a short period of time some of the children for mm-hmm. various reasons and they were allowed to watch any physical media that i have because i still have a folder full of blu-rays and it was so weird of like oh yeah just put that disc in See how that they couldn't, they're just freaking out a little bit like uh, what yeah there's some novelty to it i still play records so i like some physical media yeah uh, but movies games like on a thing Cairo plays 3ds so he puts games he still has games for his 3ds that he puts in there but yeah physical didn't you hack did you hack that thing no did you hacked it no I didn't hack his 3ds oh no. I'd be interested in that now um I the am, castle of, there's a what go ahead I Sorry. was gonna say I am curious if if I can and I don't know if this is true or not download games to an SD card for my retron 5 because I don't know if it'll just play ROMs 100%. I bet it does. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, there's there's a whole... You can load ROMs. It, there's YouTube videos, but it's one of those... I don't want to hack it. It reads special type of files. Oh, did you hear about that hack for the Switch? No. So, they found um, a back door. They knew, somebody knew about it. 
and basically there is a back door that is inside the processor so you can't patch it so they they're unable to patch this hack nintendo was okay and so whatever however there was this path into this software for this and then they created this hack and they were showing anything like they were showing switches with windows booted up on them and all kinds of stuff Okay. But they, but I think the guy said that it, he goes, it might not be safe. Let me see. I have to find that for you. I don't think it's safe though, because he's like, yeah, hacks from Reddit. Dude, these guys are just insane. Unpatchable exploit. Crazy. It was a, it was something to do with the processor that they choose. Is a the unpatchable exploit is a security nightmare. Hmm. Jesus Christ me. The fucking people are just like how do you get these people that find all this stuff and I mean these people um how do you get them to like do good? I was watching um have you seen the toys that made us from from on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking about I was watching the Legos one and they were going through their and he's like, we created this. It was before uh, Bionicle and others. I created these other Legos. I can't remember what the name of it was. Where they were like, had little cords to them and they would program them and do things. Yeah. He goes, well, the first thing people did is hack them. And he goes, they made more powerful systems than we had. And he's like, so Lego was like, we got to sue these people. And they're like, no, no, no. We're just having fun. And it was like the craziest thing. Linux. Yeah. Well, you're, you're talking about nowadays things like Raspberry Pi. Or yep. did you ever hear about people stacking PlayStation 3s into a supercomputer? I was told that that was used by the military. They had like 100 or 50 of them together. I, 150 I, together. They, I don't, by the time the PS4 came out, they had never really exhausted processing capabilities on the PS3. And Not even close. And they're talking that this is the sunset year for PS4. The PS5 is on the horizon. And that was that was the big disappointment at E3 was that neither Microsoft nor PlayStation announced new console hardware. That is kind of sad. Well, the the consoles are lasting longer. Yeah, they should. I don't of course know. they should. Yeah, I've got right now plugged into my TV. I got an N64, the Retron Five, PlayStation, and a Switch. Not to mention an Amazon uh, Fire Stick. So my video and a PC where we're doing PC games because I'll still occasionally sit down and play some Civilization, one of my all-time favorite games. Wait, t number two? No. Oh, Civ Two Gold Edition oh. is the best ever. But I've been playing Civ Five. I haven't picked up Civ Six. All right. Oh no, no. I'm thinking. Um, I'm thinking Age of Empires. Oh two. no. Civ Two Gold Edition is amazing. That was the that was the cream of the crop. I go all the way back to Civilization, the original, on a five and a quarter floppy. I said to Cairo the other or John the other day, I said, hey, man, you ever play Civilization? He goes, no. I said, that game, I go all the way back to the five and a quarter floppy version of that. He said, what's that? I said, it was the save icon before it became the save icon. <laughs> and then I had to stop and go, no, no, it was actually the one before that. Because that's a three and a half inch, or yeah, three and a half yeah. inch floppy. That's a big one. It was the smaller. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's, it's the one before that one. He's like, wow, that's old. Yeah. yeah. I've I, never played this one. This looks good, though. Yeah, I turned 40 in 17 days. Yeah? Is that... You looking forward to that? I don't know. It's just going to be another day, man. I know. It's not a big deal. No, not really. Not a big deal. 
We gotta get on some Fortnite though. I didn't know you could play cross console. I haven't. I don't know why. I just haven't been messing with it. I've been playing many games. I've been. Well, make sure you you sign up your. So you gotta get on the website on the. Mm-hmm. On the uh, Blizzard. Is it a Blizzard? Who makes Fortnite? Um, no, not Blizzard. No, it's not right? Blizzard. Battle. Right. Uh, Epic Games. Excuse me. Um, you gotta make sure your Epic Games account is tied to your Nintendo account, and then. What's your when you when you have your Epic Games account? Just tell me what your username is, and I'll add you. And then you'll be able to see if uh, if I'm online or not. Dude, I'm gonna buy all this. So I <laughs> I have I think I have like 60 Switch games. Jeez. So I have this problem to where I will go and I will buy them, and I have all this intention of playing them, and then I never do. Have you played Bleed and Bleed Two? No. Super good. Check those out. They're really solid. Uh, bleed? Bleed. I have side I, scroller. Oh dope. I bought Donkey Kong and played it once. Oh yeah, check out Bleed. Bleed's fantastic. Kyro's been playing the shit out of Bleed too. Super Oh good. fun. Yeah. It looks good, yeah. Super Did you play the good. new there's a new Castlevania came out? Uh I haven't played that one. Well, no, it's so it's just like the the OG ones, like one through three. Well, one and three, it's similar to them. Um, there's four different characters, so it's kind of more similar to three, I guess. How you can switch it up, and you can change between four different characters, and so you go through the game once, and then you have to go through it again using less characters. It's pretty cool. Uh, I like those. I like those games. That I mean, Mario, Super Mario Brothers, the, the original, is that one where you had to play through it again. Did you ever play through it again? No. I, matter of fact, I don't know anyone that beat Zelda again. That played it all the way through and then played the it all the way quest. through. The second quest. Yeah. Or just typed in their name as Zelda and got to the second quest and then went through it. I don't I don't I don't know anyone that did it. I I've never even seen anyone play the second quest. I've been to it. I've never done anything. Isn't that weird? Yeah, I've played through Zelda reasonably recently with a, a little bit of cheating and so much as that uh I, I cuz I'm playing off an actual gold cartridge in the Retron. Mm-hmm. And the first thing I did was pull up a Zelda map online. Well, that's okay because you got the map when you bought the game. Yeah, but the map—I mean, the map—the map that tells you where all the dungeons are, every dungeon map. Like I just used maps the whole time. I cheated like a motherfucker. I need you to do that and play that Castlevania Symphony of Night. That's the most—that's the best game ever. It's so amazing. Symphony. It'll tell you like. Symphony Castlevania of Symphony of Nights for PlayStation 1. It's like unbelievably amazing game. That is the best game I've ever played. Yeah? All right. Um, I can dig it. Well, because it'll tell you like, hey, go back and keep going back and forth and kill this monster. And then you get these better weapons. Because you wouldn't even know that monster dropped them. It'll tell you where all those drops are. There's so much upgrading and doing these like special things. And like you have to go underneath this guy. Like, there's this librarian guy, and you can't see that there's a little spot underneath there. And so you go to the floor below him, and you do, like, this special jump thing in the air where you jump up, and then you push down and up and jump in midair. And it goes through the screen, and it bumps the guy in the air. Well, you have to do that 50 times, and then he, like, gives you all of this crazy stuff to help you out in the game. Well, how the hell did anyone know that? They went balls deep in that game. Unbelievable. I do like it when you go balls deep into a game. When the game designers mm. just go, yes, and just unload both barrels. Here we go. Yep, double barrel. Yeah, dig it. Let's go. Dig on it. That. Hey, we're already reaching an hour. You want to 
You want to wrap this up? You want to make it tight? We can make it tight. Yeah, let's make it tight, and then we want to do a GI Joe episode. Yeah, we should do a GI Joe episode. Maybe, maybe not today. Maybe. Uh, okay. But we'll do it tomorrow. I, yeah. Also, I need to. I need to get my puppet made. So maybe I'll. I'll put my All writing right. aside. Are we stopping now? Uh, we will at some point. I mean, you know, we got to wrap it up. You got to do credits. Say goodbye to everybody. Tell people you're. Yeah, I got my. What not? You just need you need to let the dog out. Dogs barking at you. No, the dog's being a pain in the ass right now. Okay. Well then we let's strap it up. Call it a day. No, we can't. I don't need to talk to you anymore. I don't even like you, man. Well, I mean you might. That's true. I do like. You. Yeah, you might. You do. I do. Um. Yeah. So let's. We got to get those GI Joe episodes going because we've got we got one recorded and we're working on the puppets now. So. Yeah. I'll do that. I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll try to prioritize that as best I can. It's been a lot of unpacking, so I just haven't sat down. I haven't spent a lot of time at my computer where I wasn't writing or working. So you oh, know, dude. All the other shit I gotta. Speaking of unpacking, so Tony was bitching. He was bitching at me. He was like, oh, "I've got to move. I'm thinking about moving downtown to some apartment." I was like, "Oh, that'd be awesome. Good job." He's like, "Well, I'm just so worried about unpacking." I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "You don't have anything." I was like, "You could move with a." 81 Honda Civic. I mean, like, that could be the, the move your shit. I mean, you have, like, a TV. You'd probably leave your stank mattress. Mm. Jesus, man. And he's all stressing about that. I was like, how much stuff did you guys have? How many? I know you guys gave a lot of stuff away and got rid of some stuff. We had a lot. How of many? First of all, shout out shout out to Tony. <laughs> yeah. Second. Shout out to shout Tony out. Reed for whining like a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, we, had, we had way more stuff than I anticipated. Our house still feels pretty empty. There's a lot of space because it's a big house, but we still got a lot of shit to go through. My summer project is to go through all the shit in the garage that I've got that moved over here that I didn't really have a place for that mm-hmm. I wanted to throw away and throw it away. So I'm throwing away just a ton of shit over the next two months as we whittle everything down and get everything put away. But I told you it would take fucking two semi trucks for us to move. Yeah. No, I don't have that much stuff. We, we did it all, but it was, I mean, it's a lot, but not that much. You're going to have a lot now. I don't you have room. No, I think we're we're gonna make a concerted effort to not fill this house up. Except with I bet love. we have this house will be filled yeah. with love. That's it. <laughs> I would bet you that we have a small U-Haul, right? The smaller version of leggings. Yeah, that's that's a lot. She actually admitted she admitted the other day. She said, "Please don't let me buy any more leggings because every single day the fucking mail comes and there's four or five pairs of." I don't know, fucking something. That's funny. I said, can you just, like, start wearing them? If there's something you haven't worn in, like, let's say two weeks, just kind of do something with it. I don't know. Get the snail trails out and sell it on eBay. <laughs> yeah. She should just start wearing Baggies 90 jeans. Mm. Jinkos? Sure. How about some, uh, what were the other ones? Uh, EJ Gatano and Gatano Boys. I don't know what those are. Lee, what je- Lee jeans? Yeah, I- Lee's. Rustlers. I just remember from the end of Daredevil, or Daredevil, Double Dare, uh, the jeans. There were like EJ Gatanos or CJ Gatano. Oh, you're right. EJ Gatano. Gatano and Gatano Boys. Oh, my God. I'm looking at advertisements online right now. All right. What, how do you spell that? G, just type in G-I-T-A-N-O. Oh, my God. What is this? I've never even fucking heard of these, except for on Double Dare. Yeah, it was the very end. It was one of the these are mo- these are like those mom those mom jeans. Oh my god, this is so epic! Fucking who would fucking wear this shit? They got they it. still Berets. sell them. I don't know. I got no idea. Lots of kids wore it in the nineties, man. It was the nineties. 
Oh, I never even heard, know a person that wore this shit. Speaking of which, last thing, and then we got to go, is that I was watching Zach Morris's trash again. God, that's so funny. I fucking told you to yeah, watch that, and you so just, funny. Dude, and you've been watching it, and you haven't even fucking said anything. Oh my god, he's such a horrible fucking human being. It's so fun. Well, it's how they edit it too. But he, it doesn't like when you watch his show. They edit it in a way to where he's still like a motherfucking dickhead, oh. but you don't get it. Like, do you see the one where he's like talking to the girl in the wheelchair? He's oh. like being a fucking dick about it the whole time. Oh, it's so bad. It's that's a brilliant piece of editing. It's so good. I wish I'd thought of it for sure. Zach so Morse is trash. Yeah. Damn it. Like sevenish things. Zach Morse is trash. Yeah, that's it. That's all we got. We're out. That's it. I'm calling that's it. it. Call it a done. Wrap your shit up. Give us your thing. This has been. That's how you always end it. You can't can't call it. Oh, done. I'm gonna fucking do it. Right. This has been Sevenish Things, a Wizard Warrior podcast, sponsored by Transform Fitness. And uh, what's what's your book called? But hey, I appreciate it. That's it. And then a mystery book. A mystery book. All right.